Hello, and thank you so much for listening to the Modern Christian Women Everyday Victory podcast. Find us at www.mcwwisdom.com. We have ebooks, print books, more audio, t shirts, more resources to help you on your Christian journey, especially if you are a single woman, and particularly if you are a single woman of color. So, once again, go to mcwwisdom.com. That's www.mcwwisdom.com wisdom.com. Okay, this message, not enough. How many of you have been guilty of saying things like, oh, there's not enough time in a day. I don't have enough money to do that. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. We do it so automatically that it doesn't even register for us as a problem. Because we hear other people saying the same thing. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. And so we are in a culture where not having enough is the norm. And so what happens when you keep repeating to yourself, not enough, not enough, not enough, guess what is going to happen? you will continue to experience not enough. Now, I'm not trying to do the new age uh, law of attraction kind of thing on you, but this is what I have experienced. And this is what the Holy Spirit has told me. And I'm just sharing it with you. I have financial struggles. You say, oh yeah, we all do. I mean, for years and years and years, I have never made enough money in my mind in a career. I've always been a teacher and English instructor, so I've always not been paid well. And that's so unfortunate. And so I have a habit of saying, this job does not pay me enough money. I don't have enough money to travel. I don't have enough money for this, that, or the other. And you might say again, yes, I say the same thing. This is a normal thing. But what is happening is that I always am in a situation where I don't have enough money. And so I said in frustration and prayer, I said, God, I'm I'm tired of this. Why is it that I'm always struggling with money? When I tithe and when I give, I still struggle with money. When I don't tithe or give, I still struggle with money. I am always in a situation where there is not enough. Right now in my bank account, there is 74 cents. On my PayPal card, I have $4.59. That's it. I think I have $10 in my pocket in cash, and that's going to have to go in my gas tank until Friday when I get a little bit of money. And you know what I'm already thinking about that check that I'm expecting on Friday? It's not going to be enough to pay my electric bill. And at this moment, I have a shut-off notice. So you see, unfortunately, this might sound familiar to you, but I keep living in a state of not enough. This is a condition that I have experienced time and time again, and I've had enough of it. (laughs) I don't want this anymore. 
I pray about money to receive money. I listen to other people's testimonies about how money just showed up in their accounts. And I've prayed all kinds of prayers. God, let that happen for me. Pay this bill magically by divine right order. Let somebody pay it for me. All of that. And it does not work out for me in that way. And so what came to me is, number one, you keep saying you don't have enough. Words have power. You get what you say. If you keep saying not enough, you are going to continue to experience not enough. Ashan, that's number one. Unfortunately, money just doesn't fall out of the sky. Money doesn't grow on trees. Some people say, oh, I just found $20 on the parking lot, and people find money on the ground all the time, but that has not been my experience, and I want it to be. I want out of this. I want to be in the land of abundance. I want to be in the land of enough, not in the land of not enough. And so we pray all of the time, the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. That's Psalm 23 and 1. But do you really believe that? Do I really believe that? Because I say that, I pray that, but then I keep saying and thinking not enough. So that's canceling that out. When you say I have a need, that means you lack something. You're saying I have a lack. I need for this lack to be filled. I need to receive some money. I need to receive some love. I need to receive whatever you perceive your needs to be. That means there is an area of lack that you want to be filled and fulfilled. Well, if you keep repeating what you need, what you need, what you need, you are repeating, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it. And guess what's going to keep happening? You will continue to not have it. You will continue to need it. You will continue to lack it. And so that's what fuels our mentality of not enough. But you see what a vicious cycle that is? Because you say, well, I don't have enough, so I say there's not enough, and I do need enough. I'm just stating facts, being realistic, right? This is just my reality right now. I'm just reciting my reality. But unfortunately, your recitations are meditations. Meditations are things you keep repeating over and over again until you believe it. That's why the Word of God tells us to meditate on this word day and night. That means run it over and over and over through your mind. Say it over and over again until you believe it. So what's happening is that you are running that negative circumstance of not enough over and over again, and you keep experiencing it over and over again. So it shows up in your money. It shows up in your relationships. I'm not getting enough out of this job. I'm not getting enough out of this friendship. I'm not getting enough from my boyfriend. Not enough keeps showing up over and over and over again. And it will keep doing that until you finally get to a point where you say, enough of that. I am going to start confessing something different. 
And so we move on to Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need, always giving thanks. And God's peace, which is so great we cannot understand it, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And that's from the New Century Version of the Bible, the NCV. So we repeat that over and over again, right? My God shall supply all of my needs. My God shall supply all of my needs. And we say that, we confess it, we meditate on that over and over again. But why are we still experiencing not enough? Because there is a root in you that's coming from somewhere that's not necessarily just coming from you. It is coming from our culture. It is coming from our society. Maybe you grew up in a household like me where there was never enough money. Oh, we can't do that. We don't have enough money. And so that has been so deeply ingrained in you that it is rooted within you. Not enough is a root that has now turned into a stronghold. That means no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to break out of it. No matter how hard I try, no matter how many verses I recite, I just cannot seem to get out of the land of not enough. So now we recognize it as a root, right? Roots have to be excavated and absolutely pulled up. That means you have to dig through the hard earth around a tree. Imagine a tree the hard soil around a plant in your garden. You have to dig it, dig it, dig it. And if that root system has been growing for a long time, let's say over 40 years, <laughs> that's a mighty thick and long root system that requires a lot of digging, a lot of digging, a lot of digging. And so you might be making progress in your thinking. Maybe you're not complaining as much about not having enough. Maybe your confessions are beginning to work a little bit. I am abundant. I experience an abundant flow of money. Whatever it is you're saying to yourself, maybe that's beginning to work a little bit. And those confessions and those meditations are you digging, digging that dirt up. But that root is still down there. That root of not enough is still down there. When you feel within yourself, within your emotions, that you are not enough, you will experience not enough in your life. Maybe you don't feel worthy enough. Maybe somebody told you weren't, you weren't good enough or that you weren't pretty enough, you weren't smart enough, you don't have this enough, you don't have that enough. Wherever it is, wherever it came from, something within you does not feel like you are enough. And the Holy Spirit told me that too. It was like you keep experiencing not enough in your money and in your finances because you feel you are not enough. You feel you are not enough. And that is the root of where that lack is coming from. 
you might be very attractive. You might have your dream job. You might have a relationship. You might have everything materially that the world tells you is successful. But somewhere in your life, if you are experiencing a lack, it is because in your mind and in your emotions, you feel like you are not enough. And so that's why Romans 8 and 1 says those who are, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. The NCV says you are not judged guilty. If you are in Christ, if you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are not judged guilty. And feelings of unworthiness or not enough comes from some level of guilt. What are you feeling guilty about? Why are you feeling so unworthy? What is making you feel like you are not enough? That there is the root problem. And that is the thing that is causing lack in your life. You could make a million dollars. Somebody could just give you a million dollars right now. And you would probably spend it, blow through it. You might pay off some debts, but you would more than likely say, oh, this million dollars is not enough. I know, I just got a million dollars and it's not enough. Where is that thinking coming from? Because a lot of other people would find a million dollars to be enough. But somewhere in you, you're still counting it as not enough. So now it is not a money problem. It is a soul problem. Somewhere in your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, in your psyche, in your mind, there is a root of not enough. And until you dig that up, until you root that out, you will more than likely continue to experience not enough. And this is a revelation that has come to me. So for a long time, I've known, okay, Lord, I know I have a soul issue surrounding money. I know this is a stronghold. I can't do anything about it, but it keeps showing up. Are you going to save me from this? Jesus, save me from the land of not enough. But if you listen to my previous message, waiting on God, question mark, you'll know that there is something that you need to do. There is something that you need to say. There is something that you need to deal with in order for you to start breaking up that hard ground of not enough. In order for you to begin to experience abundance, you have got to get over that thing that makes you feel like you don't have enough. And you hear people say, oh, you have to be grateful for what you have. But on the flip side, it's hard to be grateful when you keep looking at things that you need. So that's where you need to start right there. You have to stop looking at your lack and at your needs. You need to start seeing them as opportunities for God to show up in your life as Jehovah Jireh. When you begin to switch your thinking, oh, I need money. Oh, I need to pray. I need for the Holy Spirit to come to me right now and root out this thing that keeps making me feel like I am not enough and that keeps making me experience not enough. That is not something you can do on your own or for yourself, but you can begin by changing your thinking 
How do you change your thinking by changing your words? More than likely, if you think it, you're going to say it. And more than likely, what you say is what you think. You see how that goes together? So you have to stop thinking in terms of need. You have to stop saying you need something. What I'm trying to do is to start saying, I receive. I receive money to pay my electric bill. I receive favor so that my electric bill is paid. I receive. So instead of saying I need, begin to say I receive. And that's going to help you a lot. That's going to help you shift your mindset from always needing and lacking something and getting frustrated and depressed and distressed about it and saying, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it. No, you don't know where it's coming from. Yes, you need it right now. Yes, it doesn't seem like it's coming, but you have to keep meditating and chewing that over and over again. I receive, I receive, I receive. The next thing you can do, let's break down Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says, do not worry about anything. Well, it's difficult to do. I realize that, especially when you really, really want to receive something. <laughs> I'm trying to say and try not to say need. Yeah, you need for that lack to be filled. First thing, do not worry. If you worry, if you complain, if you're stressed, it's only going to make things worse. But pray. Number two, pray. Have you actually asked God for what it is you think you need? Have you actually said, God, I need whatever, whatever? Have you made your needs known to God? Have you asked? Ask and you shall receive. So in praying, you are petitioning God. But then the next part after asking and petitioning God in your prayer is to give thanks. And a lot of the times we forget that part. That's where gratitude comes in. Even before you receive it, just start thanking God for it anyway. And it's difficult to praise and thank God when you are feeling boxed in by what you think you lack. I know this. I know it. I've been in this state for a number of years. But when I begin to thank God, even when I just say to myself, thank you, thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Something begins to happen. I begin to feel a little lighter. I begin to feel like maybe my situation is not as bad as I'm thinking. I begin to feel hopeful. Well, maybe I really will get this electric bill paid. Then I begin to feel some sense of authority. I will get my electric bill paid. They will not cut off, cut off my electricity. Then I begin to say different words. God, I thank you for the resources to pay my electric bill. I thank you right now that the bill is paid by divine right order. I thank you right now that my electricity is not cut off. God, I just thank you for the people you are raising up to help me. God, I thank you for the people you are raising up to bless me. God, your word says you will supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
God, I thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. God, I thank you for showing up for me. God, I thank you that I receive what I'm asking for. God, you give good gifts to your children. If I ask you for bread, will you give me a stone? If we who are wicked know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will God give to us whom he loves? My God, and you see how that begins to switch? Thank you. It starts with saying thank you. So that is how you begin to break out of the land of not enough. You don't worry. Stop complaining. Stop being crazy. Relax. You pray and ask God for whatever it is you think you need or whatever you're lacking. But then you turn right around and you thank God, even if you have not received it yet. But saying that gives you confidence that you will receive it. And it helps build your expectation, which means that these words that you're saying to yourself now begins to build your faith. And that is how you begin to dig those roots. But you have to do it over and over again. You have to do it consistently. What am I meaning by doing it? You have to, yes, pray for it, but you have to change your words. You have to say those words of thanksgiving. Those words, I have received it. Call those things that be not as though they are. And the rest of the verse says, in God's peace, which is so great, we cannot understand it will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So when you stop worrying, when you pray and ask God for everything you need, when you give thanks, what will happen is that you will get peace. You'll feel better about it. Like I said, you'll feel hopeful. You'll just get peace from nowhere. They could be calling you 30 times a day saying, we are going to cut your electricity off right now. But some, for some reason, you just have a peace about it. You just know that everything will work out. That comes after you give thanks. It will keep your heart and mind. That means it will stabilize you. The word of God will settle you. Having faith in God will settle your mind and your thoughts. It will settle your heart, meaning it will settle your emotions so that you are not worried. You are not concerned. You are not complaining. You are not fearful. You are in peace and you are settled in Christ Jesus. So we always pray in the name of Jesus and we keep our thoughts on Christ and the things of God, things that are lovely, that are good, that are pure, that are of good report. Keep your mind on good things while you are expecting for God to move in your circumstances so that you can experience enough, so that you can receive what it is you think you're lacking, receive what it is you need, so that you can move out of that poverty thinking. That's what it is. The mind of lack. That's what you need to be saved from. Jesus, help me save us from the mind of lack. Save us from poverty thinking so that you can experience the abundance that Christ died to give us. What does the word say? Jesus came that I might have life and to have it more abundantly. So we're not supposed to be in a land of not enough. We are supposed to be living in a land of abundance. And so that is a strategy to start digging out that root. One, to recognize that something in you feels like you're not enough. 
That's why you keep experiencing not enough. That's why your money looks funny. That's the first place you notice it. And so you begin to pray and seek the Holy Spirit to help you root that out, to give you what you need to say, what you need to do in order to root that out so that you can stop thinking not enough, so that you can stop experiencing not enough. And what you'll find, and I have found this in my life, is that when you start saying, I receive, I believe, I receive, when you start changing your mouth and your words, you do see improvement. But then what happens? Remember, we have an enemy. We have opposition. We have Satan. We have negative self-talk, if that's what you want to call it, that comes in opposition to us and throws us right back into thinking about our circumstances and right back into that thinking of lack. And so we begin to go right back to speaking lack. And so we vacillate back and forth, back and forth. So we have to get consistent by repeating and reciting the word of God so that your faith builds. You have to get consistent and you have to settle it within yourself. You have to settle the word of God. This is the truth. I don't know how it's gonna happen, But this is the truth, and I'm going to keep saying the truth. I receive it. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is Jehovah Jireh. The Lord knows what my needs are even before I ask him. God does love me. Everything I do will succeed. God has given me everything I need for this life, including money. Begin to change your words and your thinking will begin to change and your faith will begin to build and you will begin to see improvements in your life. But the trick is you have to be consistent and you have to be settled on it and you can't keep flip-flopping. You cannot be a double-minded man about it. You can't believe you receive this moment and then the next moment moment you're yelling and screaming about not having it and back and forth. You have to settle it. You have to settle the word of God in your mouth. You have to settle the word of God in your emotions. You have to settle the word of God in your mind that this is the truth, that God will come through for me. And also, you might need to talk to someone about your feelings of unworthiness or not enough. Because if you begin to feel, if you have been made to feel like you are not enough, it will affect your relationship with God. Because now you don't feel like you can ask God for anything because you don't feel worthy. That is the essence of not enough thinking. Somewhere you don't feel worthy. And so you don't ask. You don't really believe you'll get it. And so you don't. You see what a vicious cycle that is? So you might need to talk to a counselor. You might need to talk to a therapist to help you get to the root of that and to help you root it out, right? There is nothing wrong with that. So yes, we pray. Yes, we read the word of God. Yes, you might have to seek uh, a brother or sister in Christ who has more experience than you spiritually or a therapist or a counselor. But at least now you recognize, okay, I don't have enough in my pockets because I keep saying I don't have enough, which means I must feel that I'm not enough, which has put me in this condition of not enough. So in order for me to get out of it, 
I have to feel like I am enough. I have to feel like I am worthy. And I have to excavate and get rid of everything in my mind and in my life that makes me feel like I'm not enough. And so those are the keys. So hopefully this message has been helpful to you. It has been to me. I know it's difficult, but it's necessary, right? You have got to get over the land of not enough. You've got to stop saying it. You've got to stop thinking about it over and over again. You have to switch to thinking, I do receive it. I do believe it in order for you to begin to get out of this rut so that you can experience all that God has for you. Once again, head to the website, www.mcwwisdom.com. You can download the podcast from the website for free. You can also find us on iTunes. If you have found us on iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts, then I would appreciate a good review, a five-star review. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, and God bless.